Hey, welcome back to the No Contact Club. Hello, everybody. I hope we're all having a good week. Portia, how are you? I am not bad, actually. Yeah? Um, yeah, I'm going to curl my hair today and do some makeup. Exciting. That's a really big thing for me because <laughs> I am not working at the moment. So it's very rare on occasion that I can actually dress up to go out. Yeah, we're going out to dinner tonight for my... Um, boss Craig it's his 50th today so yeah. we're going out to dinner with the family and yeah it should be nice yeah. it's a nice day today it does that just show how boring my life is that I'm excited about doing hair and makeup no. to go out no not <laughs> at all I think that's good I think yeah. that's fine but uh, I don't know it's fun to do makeup I like yeah it. yeah, yeah. What and about you do it so nice too thanks <laughs> I'm actually helping um Bridie she's got a pole perform like a pole dancing yeah. competition coming up uh, in like a October, month or something yeah. And um, she's asked me to do, like, her hair and makeup for it. So I'm super excited because we're going to do, like, really awesome, like, Ooh, I can't wait really to see awesome it. stuff. Like, we're going shopping on Thursday for her to get some, like, Yay. makeup palettes and, and eyeshadow palettes to use because she wants, like, a a cool color and I'm going to yeah. I'm gonna do it for her. That's exciting. <laughs> yeah, I'm super excited for it. And yeah. Because she's, she's, like dedicating the the performance to um our grandma. late grand is it late grand do you say late yeah. grandmother yeah. yeah our late grandmother um and so we're trying to like figure out a way that we can make it like I don't know I, I guess it might sound pay funny homage to, to her. yeah that, I homage. feel like I'm not saying things correctly homage yeah age. yeah but that's okay um, it's funny because like most, some people might be like, oh, a pole performance, like dedicated like pole to dancing. Like, yeah. What is she going to strip but it's on very, stage? It's very beautiful. And like, um, and cause I think with, I mean, with pole dancing, there's, there is different ways that you can, um, utilize the, the act of pole dancing. Mm. And what I mean by that is like, you can go down different paths for it. You can go down the exotic route. You can go down the sort of athletic and tricks route. Yeah. Or you can go down the lyrical route and really like. So is that what Bridie would be doing? Like lyrical? Yeah. I would okay. say she's more like lyrical contemporary yeah. with her style. You call it like flow, like yeah. pole flow. And so it's instead of like being raunchy and sexy and, and, and all that stuff, it's yeah. more, um, it's more, um, almost like dancing like ballet type thing? yeah like lyrical contemporary dance okay. i would say because that i feel like that that saying that the exotic part of it or that the tricks part of it isn't dance like it's all dance yeah yeah but it's but just different is, kinds yeah yeah so yeah she's gonna it's exciting yeah i'm really excited to do her makeup for it yeah because <laughs> it's heaps of fun yeah <laughs> yeah and like i said you're good at it Thanks. So what have you been up to? Uh, well, actually, I've spent most of the week trying to get our podcast on different um, platforms. And oh, yeah. We use Anchor to distribute our podcast, record and distribute our podcast. And I had emailed them and I was like, hey, like, because they manage all the distribution themselves. And I wanted to know why it wasn't anywhere but Spotify. And yeah. apparently we'd opted out. I don't remember doing that, but <laughs> that's okay. Apparently it's a thing. Yeah. So we're up on a couple of random platforms that I've never heard of before, like Breaker. Um, we're also up on Google Podcasts. I think this week it should be up fully. And then I think within two weeks, maybe a week, we'll be up on Apple Podcasts, which is good because I know a lot of people do listen to podcasts through Apple. So Yeah, because I'm, um, I'm trying to figure out like like where people listen yeah because because i only ever listen to podcasts through spotify yeah um but yeah i know that a lot of people do use apple Podcasts, so yeah. it'd be good to like get some 
get some like new listeners new listeners from there so if you're finding us in the future (laughs) from our podcast welcome to this the mess (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's um it's great here it's we ramble a lot and we generally don't know what we're talking about but we pretend that we do yeah yeah that's why we have our disclaimer as we mentioned last week (laughs) yeah it's basically the disclaimer is saying um we're low key idiots. No, no, I'm, no. That's not true. We're not. That's not true. Well, we know what I we're talking. No, we know what we're talking about. We re- researched this so much, and I've yeah. come across a lot of it through studying and stuff. Anyway, so yeah, that's we're true. not like qualified therapists. Yeah, like, go if you go if, to therapy. <laughs> please don't use this as therapy. But like you know. But also, like if it's help helping you out and you can't get to therapy, then exactly. like. Go right By ahead. all means, like, go right Please ahead. Please listen to us and yeah. our bad accents. Yeah, literally so terrible bad. accents. I don't like re-listening. Like, I don't, like, we always listen to the episode through after we record it just to make sure we haven't made any mistakes or, you know, like, it sounds okay, um, considering we're f- recording this under a blanket. Um, <laughs> no, but, we're recording this in a very professional <laughs> studio um, <laughs> with like a sound booth, and you we've know, got a producer pro- out there. Yeah, our hey, producer. Yeah, hey, producer. Um, producer Jonathan. I forgot where I was going with what I was even saying. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, but um, I actually have been watching um black mirror recently oh yeah did i say I, that last week i don't no, know i don't think you did literally I seen that. my weeks just blur into one <laughs> now it's yeah. so uh, it's bad um nah. but but i've been re-watching black mirror but at the same time i also watched on netflix a like documentary thing called the social dilemma oh i know that you've God. watched part of it as well yeah and so it's it's my my brain is very much hyper focusing on technology yes. and so let's not plug Instagram at the end of the episode <laughs> and like social don't media. follow us on Instagram <laughs> yeah don't go onto the no contact club on Instagram <laughs> at all no no it, it's a really good watch though I mean like you said I've only watched half but holy crap it's like it's scary like, yeah, yeah yeah it is it is scary but. Yeah. Oh, well, it's the world that we're living in at the moment. Yeah, there's not much we can do about that. Um, actually, uh, speaking of sound quality that I mentioned before, um, my our dad is actually sending us a microphone yeah. to use, which we are so, so excited for. Yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah, he called me after last week's episode and he's like, I have a microphone just sitting up in the attic. Like, you can have it. And we're like, holy shit, thank you. Like, yeah. So... I'm not sure. I think it will arrive this week, so we'll see. I mean, like we said, this isn't... I mean, we have said in the past, this isn't like our full-time job. So yeah, it's, we not like, it's not like we're... It's not like we're, um, like, wanting to... to well, not, we would want to, but it's not like we're in the position where we can just go and splurge yeah. on expensive, you know, microphones yeah, and headsets Yeah, and get a little room we can soundproof and stuff. So it's... So anything excited. helps. Yeah, we're excited to... <laughs> level up i guess (laughs) yeah hopefully level up yeah yeah so So, yeah it should arrive this week i think so so maybe next week's episode if we can get it working and stuff yeah and see see how it goes hopefully the sound is a little bit better and we won't have to um suffocate underneath a blanket it's so hot under here yeah (laughs) the things i mean our studio is really hot that we're sitting in Mm -hmm. the sound booth yeah the producer's telling us we should move on all right well uh (laughs) Here's our disclaimer, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Hey, 
While we are knowledgeable about this stuff because of our collective experiences, we aren't professionals. We research what we talk about and our references are in the show notes, but please don't take anything we say as gospel. If you feel like you need support, you can reach out to us at thenocontactclub at gmail.com or see the links in the show notes. Thanks. You don't know anything. Hey, guys. (laughs) (laughs) I hate you so much. Hello. Hi. Okay. So this week we've got another low-key kind of episode. That's um, not because I couldn't be bothered <laughs> writing the episode that we, we're halfway through writing, which is on codependency. That's fine. That's fine. Um, so we got an email. Also, Chloe, what was that really good joke that you were just oh saying before? Oh, my God. Okay. We were testing the audio and I made a joke and I was like, yeah, that's good. And she's like, make that joke on the podcast. And I'm like, no, because it's a New Zealand ad that nobody will get. She said, I said... The No Contact Club, where everyone gets a trauma. It's not that funny. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Moving on. Maybe let's just cut that. Maybe. Uh, oh, well. People need to hear how stupid we are so yeah, they I don't know. take our advice. Anyway, we got an email. <laughs> so they don't take our advice? I mean, please take our advice. Um, we got an email this week from a lovely listener in England called uh, Isabella and she asked such a great question that we decided to put it into like a full episode. Yeah, because we've heard like last week we mentioned um, like wanting to do something along the lines of like an agony aunt. Let's think of a better name for it. Yeah. Uh, not right now because my brain wouldn't work. Grand. A what? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just put two different letters up there. Okay. Um, a a cragony aunt. A cragony crant. <laughs> Anyway, the no contact aunt. No contact aunt. Yeah, I have no idea what's happening. I'm. I think I'm just like overly tired. No, I think we're hyper. We're too hot, so we're like hallucinating. (laughs) Yeah, this episode's gonna go out and not make any sense. Yeah, I'm really sorry, but we have. It's this. It's similar to our previous episode that we did. That was kind of low key. Yeah, we don't have many notes, so that's probably why we're rambling (laughs) as well. We're usually a little bit more um, eloquent than that than than we are now. But anyway, yeah. So we we've had a couple of people say that that the Cragney Crant. Was a good idea. So we're, we're going to just test it out and Yeah, and if you guys see. like it, let us know. If you don't, also let us know. Yeah, and, um, and you can send us um, emails or questions to our email, which is thenocontactclub at gmail.com. Um, um, the, I think a good thing as well is just as a blanket thing, be, when you're sending through emails, just let us know if you're happy to stay... Anonymous, anonymous or, or whether you're yeah. happy for us to name you because I know and in, in a lot of other podcasts they they name people straight out but because of the content well, that we sensitive. do yeah. yeah it is a little bit sensitive so we don't want to just put anybody's name out there yeah. um so that being said uh, Isabella did give us her permission to yeah. use, use yeah. her name <laughs> and to share this question yeah um yeah so we we just thought it was a really good one to kind of share to a wider audience. Because um, it, it does pose a good um, question. But anyway, you can, you're okay. always good at reading so these things. So <laughs> we're just reading an excerpt from the um, email. So she says, <clears throat> excuse me, she says, with the knowledge you have now from seeking professional help and conducting your own research on the topic, if you could go back to your past self, just as you began your no contact journey with your mother, what advice would you share to help yourself feel empowered and strong? 
In other words, what healthy healing and productive coping mechanisms would you recommend in order to feel strong in yourself after stepping back from a narcissist? That's such a good question. Yeah, it's really good. Um, I think that we should probably break it down. Like, I'm, I'm looking at it thinking we should probably break it down into two, into two parts. Mm. Just talking about, like, if we could go back to our past self and... and you know, yeah. give advice to our past selves when and then we're going no like contact. Coping mechanisms. Yeah, and then also what we're doing now to help feel, you know, empowered and mm. and strong and and all that well, stuff. Should we do the past self stuff first? Yeah. What yeah. would you say to past Portia? Um You're a bad bitch. Yeah, you're <laughs> a bad bitch. Um take no prisoners. <laughs> give them hell kid. Um no, I would say probably practicing mindfulness Mm. um you know I think I I think I lived a lot of my life allowing my reactions like my um I would say they're very like not so much not like aggressive although sometimes they could be aggressive but like very just emotionally led yeah emotionally charged reactions and Mm. they I I allowed them to like lead interactions that I had with my mum and everyone in my life and I feel like mindfulness is really key to like bringing awareness to those reactions to kind of stop them in their tracks yeah um so you would almost tell yourself to start practicing mindfulness, mindfulness and, and just early being aware, yeah. because also I think um obviously going no contact is such a difficult thing and there's Gosh, always yeah. going to be you know that grief involved there's always going to be this roller coaster of your mental health's going to be great your mental health's going to be shit like all of that stuff all over the place and and practicing that mindfulness and and going oh, okay I'm I'm feeling this today this today it kind of it kind of allows you to like look at that emotion outside of yourself and go, okay, I'm I'm gonna allow myself to feel this. Mm. You know, I yeah. I think I think, I guess that kind of doubles as a coping mechanism too. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Um, and I would also, <clears throat> I would also tell myself. I think I would. I think I would. Hmm, I think I would probably tell myself to um, use healthy distractions during the no, no contact beginning period. Mm. Um, yeah, because I think it's really easy to get yeah. kind of wrapped up in the, yeah. in the shittiness of it. Yeah, and then kind of almost treat yourself shitty because it's such a shitty situation. Like Yeah, and... and, and and I think also, like, self-blame is a huge thing when you go no contact. Like, oh, yeah. I, th- I think that people are so prone to, to feeling guilty and, you know, you know, blaming themselves for issues that went on. Yeah. And it's... And, and gaslighting yourself. Yeah, gaslighting yourself because it's like, who's, who else is going to do it if, if your mum isn't there to gaslight you exactly. anymore? You're bound to do it to yourself through conditioning and stuff. So it's like, yeah. You I also think, get other people giving you shit for going no contact. So yeah. it's very easy to kind of internalize yeah. what they're saying as fact. Like I must be a bad person. I must be this, that, and the other thing because, you know, everyone thinks that of me. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, and yeah. And I think also be, be mindful of what content you are 
ingesting mm. or, or what people you're deciding to follow on social media or out of your family, mm. you know, yeah. Anyway, what would you do? <laughs> Telling my past self? Yeah. Uh, I don't really know. I think, I, I think it would be to just like keep going or like yeah. keep moving forward because it sounds so like it sounds gen- gen- generic. Yeah. <laughs> but like, that's always been a big thing for me is like keep growing and keep like moving forward because what are you doing if you're not moving forward yeah, and you're not growing? Exactly. So like little things like going to therapy or, um, you know, talking to someone about your feelings or your issues or what's bothering you. Yeah. Like just little things that help you take that tiny step forward because I feel like when you're with that narcissistic parent, it's so easy to feel like stuck. trapped and stuck. Yeah. yeah. And it, and you become very like stagnant yes. in your emotional growth yes. I think and because I've always thought this it's like when you go no contact there's this sudden like surge in emotional growth that mm. you're like whoa what do I do with this like yeah like but and it can be scary but like yeah you do get very stagnant yeah yeah and it's this kind of toxic negative environment that you're living in and then it's like all of a sudden you've cut that away and even though you know you've still got all these negative feelings, like feeling guilty, feeling sad and grief and And still dealing with the conditioning that that parent or that narcissistic person. Like the way you were brought up and how you were conditioned to act. All of a sudden it's like, hang on, I don't have this weight around my ankles. I don't have this weight on my shoulders. Yeah. Um, And yeah, I mean, for me, it was a definite like freeing kind of feeling of like being able to just like keep moving forward. Yeah. And, And it was even like this physical feeling of like like lighter like I can actually breathe like it 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 was like this very like tangible Mm. kind of feeling of waking up in the morning and not worrying yes about you know what's mum gonna be like today what argument are we gonna get in today like and that's like it sounds so fucked up because it's it's your mother and that's what society tells you it's your mother but like any person who makes you feel that way, they don't deserve to be in your life. Because yeah. if that's how you feel, cutting them out, like, imagine the damage that that was doing to your mental health and yeah. emotional health and yeah. probably physical health. I mean, our, well, our like, physical bodies physical show, health. you know, um, stress and, you know, feeling tired or feeling sick and run down yeah. and things like that. Yeah. Uh, just ways of that showing in your body. But, like, the, the difference... But before and after is yeah. just a complete like one. I think that's what I would say to myself is remember the before and the after. Yeah. Don't forget I mean yeah, I think don't forget what it was like before. Yeah. Keep that in your mind a little bit to remind you why you've gone no contact. Yeah. Because then when you're feeling, you know, guilty or you're feeling like, oh, I might just reach out an email or yeah. you know, all that stuff, you then remember, okay, no, this is the reason why I've gone no contact. This is the reason why I'm doing that. I'm yep. going to stay strong. And I think it's good. It kind of ties into, for me, a good coping mechanism, which is having support. Yeah. Because I was kind of lucky because I had you, who yeah. you'd already gone no contact, and Bridie, who went no contact with me, plus my wife, whereas you were kind of on your own. So, you know, that I can't imagine how much harder that would have been because I had you to say, no, no, like that happened to you and you know you're not crazy like it's so I always, easy I always feel weird about that though because like 
I was actually talking to Katie about this the other day where both of us were going, what if we are just living in a collective delusion where we've convinced everybody, us? no, like me and Katie, mm. where we've convinced everybody around us of what is fact. So I always worry no. that like I've convinced you guys that mum's bad, that mum's bad, not. but she's not. And I'm actually the bad one. No, because like <laughs> we've all had same experiences and similar experiences and separate experiences yeah. from you. Yeah. It's not like our only negative interactions with mum were through you. Yeah. Like yeah. we all had our own shit. So this is what I mean. It's like, it's so easy to gaslight yourself yeah, absolutely. and be like, I'm the crazy one. Like I'm the problem, but like we aren't. And that's why I think like, that's why I think like support is so key. Like yeah. finding people you can trust and finding people that, can, can validate and... your your stories and experiences to go, yes, that happened, or yes, that was a bad thing, or yes, that and shouldn't to have listen happened to, to you. you. Yeah. Um, I know for us, it was so hard to kind of label what happened to us as abusive in any way. Because, because there's always that thing in your head where you're like, this person's had it worse. This yes. person has been sexually abused. This person has had this. This person has had this. And so we diminish our trauma. Yeah. Yeah. To, 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 and that's, I, I feel like gaslighting in itself. Oh yeah. Definitely. Like to diminish our trauma and to be like, oh, it wasn't that bad. You're just overreacting or, or yeah. whatever. It's, it's like, I, I sometimes think of like that gaslighting as like mum's voice in my head. Yes. That's going, a good no, way. that's, that's her saying Trying to that tell to you. me. Yeah, exactly. That's like our family who yeah. are still in contact with mum mm. trying to say that to me. And I have to keep strong and, and remember, remember that that's not my voice. Yeah. That's her voice. Exactly. And you have your own voice. Yeah. Um, I think as well, having outside support is really good because I remember a lot of the time in the beginning, we would talk to Ellen or um, just other people yeah. and, and sort of tell stories and we'd sort and of have laugh an appropriate reaction. Yes, and they would kind of be like, what the fuck, that's not normal, that's yeah. not okay. Like, and, and we'd be just like, what do you mean? Like, it's fine. Like, that's just, that's, that's know, normal that was normal me. for us. But, like, it's not normal. Like, yeah. so often I feel like in these narcissistic, um, like this family with a narcissistic parent, it's so easy to get trapped into this, like, that's just the way it is, and that's like it's a different normal to the rest of the world. Well, because you know? because it's especially because it's um, the conditioning yeah. that you receive as a child growing into adulthood. It's as all an, you know, as an adult, Sorry. as an uh, no, it's fine. <laughs> as an adult, you you have um, some control over your life. At least it, it's a little bit more complex than that when you're obviously involved with a narcissist and you have mm. mental health problems and all this stuff, but you have, but as an adult, you, you begin to gain control of your life, but yeah. from childhood all the way through to teenage years, all the way through to young adult years, it's completely and utterly, your brain is still developing mm -hmm. and you're, you're being conditioned to certain things and, yeah. and you don't have that outside perspective for someone else to go, that's wrong because yes, it's and just that bubble that you're living in. Yeah, and I mean nine times out of ten, that's that's normal because the people around you are good people and they bring you up mm. and you know what's right and wrong. But when you have a narcissistic parent or an abusive parent or you know anything other than air quotes like normal, yeah, you have these like 
you're conditioned to think of the world in a different way yeah. to other people and, and to and look at behaviours differently. You're conditioned also to think of the world as dangerous. Yeah, you definitely. Can, you'd, I, like, I, this has just clicked for me like literally right now where mm-hmm. I'm like, you, beget, you, you are conditioned from a young age to believe that people who are meant to care for you are... Uh, it's like normal for them to be horrible to you. Yeah, like like you you can you're conditioned into believing that people who love you can treat you like shit. Yeah, like and I mean there's a or certain will amount, treat you like shit. Like like we're not saying you know of course parents get angry at their children. Of yeah, course and no they one's yell like and, and you know that, no one's hundred percent perfect. Of course, but there's a difference between telling you off because you you know were a smart ass to just constantly you don't know what you're going to get and repetitive bad mom yeah repetitive toxic behavior yeah yeah um should we go on to yeah i mean we're kind of just doing it all in one we're like let's break it down into parts but then we're like here's a word vomit (laughs) but that's okay i mean we don't want to give off the idea that going no contact is easy yeah like it's so 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 hard like you feel guilty or you feel sad and and that's why, for me anyway, it's so good to have people around you that just remind you that you're not crazy because sometimes you do just want to cry and lie in bed and, and just feel sorry for yourself and that's totally okay. Yeah. Like, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. And I, another thing that I really struggle with but I think is so important in regards to, like, coping mechanisms mm. um, is to give yourself a break. Yeah. Like, it, it, it sounds, like, really... cliche i feel like to say like oh be kind to yourself like it sounds very like generic it sounds like a a corporation on instagram for like mental health month like yeah like oh look after yourself yeah kind to yourself but but you know the thing is you don't like you were saying sometimes you want to cry and lie in bed and and be sad and stuff and you know i think there's this idea where any bad feeling needs to be fixed and put a band-aid on it and mm-hmm. ignore it. But like you don't have to be perfect all the time no. and you're always going to have these days where you feel like shit mm-hmm. and then days where you feel great. Like Exactly. I think I think when you grow up having this like relational trauma mm. with, you know, ongoing narcissistic abuse and parental neglect and maybe sexual abuse and all of Physical this stuff, abuse, whichever. Yeah, we we start to, you know, push down those shitty feelings and push down like sad or angry or yep. you know whatever, and and think that if we ignore them, they're gonna go away. We begin to like label any bad feelings like depression and sadness and anger as something to be ashamed of because we were never really yeah, a- you allowed were... the space to, exactly. to openly and truly feel them. Yeah. Exactly. Like, how many times have you heard your parents say, you know, you're crying because you're upset for some reason, and there's that cliche line of, like, I'll give you something to cry about, or yeah. like, stop crying, yeah. like, it's fine, don't and worry about it. And there's been people like, in the past where, where, I've heard them, where I've heard people say, oh, my parent used to say, if there's no blood, then there's no point in crying. Like, if there's yeah. no blood, you can't cry. But sometimes you just have to cry, it's all you can do, and that's yeah. totally okay. And, and I think it's a really, like... Oh, there's a dog in the background. <laughs> I think it's a really like empowering thing and a lot healthier um, when we begin to like give ourselves the space to yeah. 
to feel them, yeah. to feel bad feelings and go, okay, I accept that this is a part of me just as much as the good shit is a part yeah. of me. Um, My therapist always says, um, because I always try and analyze like why I'm feeling a certain way. And she's yeah. like, when you analyze it, you're not feeling it. You're kind of like stepping outside and being like, oh, I feel sad because of X, Y, Z, but yeah. you're not actually feeling it or dealing with it. You're just like, yep, that's done with. Yeah, so and, it's, so you're, and it's almost like a fix-it thing where you're like, yeah. if I can figure out why I'm feeling sad, then it doesn't matter anymore. Then that's anymore. fine and I'm good now. <laughs> yeah, I think it's so important to like embrace the bad stuff along, oh, yeah, alongside 100%. the good. Like, yeah, because it's kind of like a fuck you like to people who tell us that you can't feel that way. Yeah. It's 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 easier almost for us to ignore feelings that yeah. feel bad, and and like you were saying about analyzing them, it's like it's like you look at them and go, okay, moving on now, like yeah, like, like it's yeah, exactly. But but you know, it, uh, they're there it, for a reason, exactly. And and coming to terms with those kind of feelings and going no contact, it's such a, I guess it's, a, you it could describe it as another traumatic thing, you know, yeah, that you're like going through. Yeah, like that's trauma in itself. Of, exactly. Of your, it's literally this person that, and, and especially with the um, way that relationships with narcissistic people play out, it's this intense, important, you know, codependent relationship that, yeah. that you, you feel like you're tied to this person. Mm-hmm. And to go to decide to go no contact is such a fucking difficult thing. But it's also this so super empowering thing. Oh god! Where yeah. it's like you're going, I can make the choices for my life. I can decide who's yep. who's going to be in it. I decide who I'm going to have around me. Yeah. And you're not one of them. And you're not letting society tell you what to do. You're not letting family tell you what to do. You're like you're you're like stopping the cycle of abuse yeah, literally. and generational trauma that has been going on in your family. Like that's so powerful in itself. Yeah. Like if it, you, if yeah. you don't, if you haven't gone no contact, if you hadn't and we had kids, those kids would have traumatic childhoods. And then if they don't do anything, it just keeps going. Like yeah, you because can see. I think back to like, I guess it, I like, I think back to when I was living with mum and I was such an angry person. Yep. I was so angry and I was so like reaction reactionary, is that a word? Uh, reactive? Yeah, reactive and 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 I fully thought that everybody else was the problem and I was fine. Yeah. I, f- I fully would just point the finger at other people and be like, they're all the problem, I'm not. Mm. And now that I've gone no contact, Obviously, I understand the circumstances mm. as to which I was under, but now that I've got no contact, I'm like, holy shit, I was toxic. I was a sh- I was a shitty person, you know. So it and and okay, there's a dog that's choking in the background now. Okay, this is what you get when you're recording at a house with three big dogs. <laughs> yeah, two, two. Oh yeah, two, two big, big dogs, dogs, one small dog. Yeah. Um, Apologies, but, but I think it's like if I had continued to be in contact with mom, if I continued to, you know, stay in contact with her, I wouldn't have had that leap in growth where I go, where I go, actually, I know that I'm, that I'm part of the problem here. Mm. Um, It it wouldn't be, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have happened. So it's like, if I had then had kids or, or whatever, like I would then just be continuing. Yeah, exactly. The cycle of, of, potentially being a narcissist or or, so for anyone going no contact 
the power that you hold. Oh my God, Bailey. <laughs> and we're back after that slight interruption from the dog. Um, yeah, the power that you hold to go no contact and, and cut kind of reminds me of like, um, no, never mind. That, that metaphor doesn't make sense. <laughs> what were you going to say? I was going to say ch- chopping the head off a snake, but it made me think of whatever that creature is that grows its head back. And I was like, wait, no, yeah, I think it doesn't is, grow back. I think anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you're cutting, you're cutting the, you're cutting it off at the source. Yeah. You're cutting yeah. off the, the, you're cutting off the poison source or the source. Yeah. Of, I don't know. Yeah. I get what, I get what you're going Thank for. You. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Um, you're smart. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, basically you have this like massive power to kind of say, no, this is where it ends and I'm going to choose to be better and I'm going to choose to be stronger and braver. So that in itself is like a coping mechanism to kind of look at yourself and be like, look what I've done or I'm doing and look how powerful I am. Yeah. Yeah. And, and cause I think like, it's, I think something huge when, when your mother or parent or sibling or whoever, wife or husband yeah. or whoever is a narcissist, a huge thing is you, you are so disempowered. Like you, you, you have your power taken away from you constantly, Yeah. but by you like, and, and so that's why I'm like, just going no contact in and of itself is the empowering thing. Yeah. Like, you, like there's, you don't need to look anywhere else to, to, to try and, to try and feel like, you know, f- try and feel empowered because yeah. that's literally it in itself is you yeah. going, I'm going to take my emotional and mental health and my own life into my own hands yep. and decide enough is enough. Yeah. You no know? more. I'm, I'm, I'm stopping it right here. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, I mean, yeah, we we kind of want to do a whole episode. Yeah, on I going think there'll no probably be and, like a series that we do on on going no contact and everything. Yeah, kinda surrounding that. Yeah, but it's such a big, it, it's massive. It's a it's a big topic, and yeah. I'm, and I still haven't got enough information. Yeah, that I, and I, that think, I think that we could do it right now. <laughs> I think as well, it's important that we kind of show how narcissism plays out in families and the dynamics and how to recognize like these different types of abuse yeah. that we've kind of started to cover. So, um, you cause know. it's not, a, it's such a, it's such a complex thing. Yeah. It's, it's not like one size fits all. Yeah. Um, and, and I mean, there are elements that exist in our story that might not exist in other people's stories. Exactly. There are elements that versa. exist. Yeah. Vice versa. It's, it's, it's not, it's, it's a not big this, thing. it's not this like, you know, black and, and white, one, like yeah. you said, one size fits all. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, so many people, you know, might listen to one episode, say about like gaslighting. Yeah. And then listen to another episode and be like, oh, my mum doesn't do that. Yeah. You like know? the parental alienation thing. Yeah. I, like people might not relate to that. Exactly. Or, um, you know. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, and I guess as well, sometimes it's hard to recognize, like we've said, it's hard to recognize that your family life was abusive. So maybe you're like, yeah, my mom gaslights me all the time, but she never did this. Yeah. But coming to terms with the fact that your parent who's supposed to love and adore you no matter what is abusive or is toxic is like, again, a trauma all in itself. Like, yeah. Well, because I, I remember how it felt when, mm-hmm. when we were having those evenings where we would sit down and talk about our childhood mm. and break down so long. the certain things that, that happened. And it was like this, like, 
light bulb yep. went off where it was. Where remember for so long, it would just be like night after night. And you yeah. would just come over and we'd just talk and we'd look up articles and we'd tell stories. Like, remember when this happened? That's an example of this. Remember when that happened? Remember when she did this? Yeah. So it's... It was so intense. Yeah. I like guess so... And it was like this whirlwind of... Because we had always viewed our childhood as mum did the best she could, you know. She loved us lots. We, you know, she... And it was a bit hard, you It know? was a bit hard, but, that, but like, it it's was fine. down to our dad or whatever. Yeah. Like, it was, it was just that same old, same old. But And then suddenly we're like... It just all got flipped on its head, like... Hang on. Yeah. We've been, like, indoctrinated, basically. I know. It's like... Like, yeah. It's it's fucked up, like, literally being lied to your entire lives. Like, it feels... It's just big. It's very big. It feels, yeah, very big. Very, very big. So, Um, I guess, in terms of coping mechanisms, support, you know, being mindful, like Portia said. Um, And also, like, don't... um, don't, what do you call it? Like, turn, turn your nose up to, yeah. to um, those, the, the ideas that, you know, you know those, again, those cliche, like, drink water, do exercise. Yeah. Um, da, da, da. Like, don't turn your nose up to that stuff. Because I quite often will. Like, like when, I see, when I see people being like, I lost 20 kgs just by drinking water and, with <laughs> lemon. Or like... Um, or like take ginkgo biloba and then your mental health will be fixed. <laughs> or like take marmite and then your headaches will be gone. Yeah. Um. Like it, it's, I usually turn my nose up to that stuff. But also there's some truth in those things where it's like when they talk about drinking water, yeah, that's great. Like fuel your body exactly. the way it needs to be fueled. Or like get enough sleep. Awesome. That's that's really important. Yeah. I need to listen to my own advice. <laughs> I know. You literally telling everyone like do all these things and how often do you do these things yourself, Portia? <laughs> no, I do drink a lot of water and, yeah. and, and all that stuff, but but my sleep is uh, not yeah. great. Um but and it's also like um you know, try to avoid reading too much of the news or or whatever. Like don't turn your nose up at the small things that you think that's not going to fix my mental health problems. Of course, it's not going to be a fucking yeah. band-aid and, and suddenly you're fixed. But it's it's all these things added on top of one another where, yeah. you know, go for a short walk, get some fresh air. Get play some, with your dog. Yeah, or play with your dog. Do something that's good for you. Watch take a some video time. that makes you laugh. Yeah, take some time to read your favourite book or watch your favourite movie. Mm. It, it's, it's all these things added on top of looking after your mental health, going to therapy, having a support system, taking your medication. that Practicing mindfulness. Yeah, practicing that mindfulness that is like this potion of, of yeah, good hopefully stuff. good stuff. Yeah, <laughs> this is the thing. And it's different for everybody because for some people, you know, maybe get, like we've said, going to therapy is not an option. Maybe uh, you don't have a good support system around you. Maybe you are stuck living at home with your narcissistic mother. Yeah. And you're underage. You can't move out yet. You know, maybe you don't have that support. It's just about doing what you can. So yeah. if you can't afford therapy, that's okay. Like talk to someone. If you haven't got anyone to talk to, go Journal. online. Journal is a great one. Yeah. Um. Just, just try, just do your best. That's, and, that's and, all you can do. And try to, try to think of, Things in your life that, uh, I'm, what, I'm, what am I trying to say? Like, if if you're doing something as a coping mechanism, like um, 
you know, sleeping too much or, mm. or, or whatever, you have to, you have to look at that and go, is this serving me in a good way? Mm. Like, um, say if you're sleeping too much, you're like, okay, is this serving me in a good way? I'm, I'm sleeping too much. Um, maybe I need to have a look at, have a look at what my medication is doing. Or you could say, oh, I'm, I'm really into walks at the moment. This is serving me well because yeah. it, it's helping me stay healthy and exactly. active. Um, yeah. And and on that, not beating yourself up if you do have a day yeah. where you sleep too much yeah. or you eat a lot of junk food and watch a movie and, and don't, don't get, get much out of bed. Done. Yeah, exactly. Like everybody needs those days, regardless of your mental health. So yeah. it, if you're finding that balance of, of 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 doing that as a once off, but not having it become every single day, every looking day, looking after yourself, giving yourself what you need, and also giving yourself stuff that maybe you don't need, but it feels good. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I think we're probably going to wrap up now. Yeah. And I hope that we haven't ranted and rambled too much. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I know that the beginning of today's episode was a little bit like... Just the beginning or maybe the whole episode? Yeah, probably the whole thing. Dogs (laughs) coughing in the background. Honestly, she sounded like she was like expelling a a demon. Okay, she's... (laughs) She has some problems with her lungs. She's a darling. Anyway, thank you for listening. Uh, Please check us out on Instagram and Facebook at the No Contact Club. Um, And you can email us at thenocontactclub at gmail.com. Yeah, thank you for listening. And go and check out our um, Instagram and our Facebook. I just said that. Oh, did you? (laughs) I literally just said that. Oh, my God. I wasn't paying attention. Okay, time to wrap up. (laughs) Anyway, bye guys. Stay classy.